Yo, fuck that big sweaty bitch Bobby Lashley and fuck this post show. We're going to do our own. What's up, guys? This is VWP. We're back. I'm Tyler, and I'm joined here today by Tim. Hope Van Dyne is my new fucking crush. Yusuf? Hope Van Dyne is not my new crush. And Colin? Hi. And, uh, yeah, after uh, another hiatus... I'd just like to take a minute to say that on behalf of Tim and I, thank you as the original founders of this podcast because we've made it past a year. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, not consistently, but... We cheated. But we cheated by, also, by like taking like two months, three months without posting a single thing. But, you know, we're, we're still active on Twitter. Kind of. Some of us are. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I am. I'm, I tweeted I'm, for the first time tonight in like six I'm, months. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> I mean, I'm still I'm still following indie stuff, of course. So you can hit me up on Twitter and talk to me about G1 and shit like and that. Flip so. And flip, and oh, how he has an NWA title shot coming up. But that's not too important. We're gonna save that for the the indie corner. Ah, the good old indie corner. <laughs> the indie corner. Oh, I just pictured like you. And Colin and like three other people, just, and just, Owen and Owen and like three other people just, just having their own little, shout out to him. having their own little party in the corner, just like yeah, Flip Gordon, yeah. Yay. I have a co- I have a couple things to say about the in the indie corner. All right, cool. you can say that for the indie corner. Yes. So since There's our last show, the corner. He named his segment. So let's just take a second and just think like the last thing we talked about. What exactly was that? Could someone remind me? Because I kind of forgot. So the last thing we talked about was backlash fallout. Oh fuck, yo, that was yeah. tr- that. It's been a minute. It's been. It was backlash. I actually, I actually checked over uh, recently. We did that, and then we did the second uh, uh, what roundtable? We didn't what? <laughs> God, Yikes. I was re-listening to that yesterday, doing some homework, and I'm like, fuck me, man. That is that's a trip. That that is a trip. What a shot. But, uh, Ooh, yeah. that's on a YouTube Last thing we did was the uh, backlash fallout. Yeah, man. Um, or I guess backlash, backlash. Well, it's been a minute, so just to quickly recap, Money in the Bank was basically utterly pointless. Um, we have two Money in the Bank winners. One of them cashed in in the same night and didn't need it. And the other, the other one Bronx, hasn't Bronx. cashed in. That also doesn't need it. But he'll probably save us all. So that's cool. Yeah, but the question is when. Uh, well, I'm going to get to that. But um, all right. So tonight was Extreme Rules, and uh, it was a, it was a time. It was a time. It, it was a shit show. Extreme time. It, it was extreme. Um, I, I saw one match that was it even extreme. Like, resembled. There was only one resembled, match with a gimmick. That was so like I actually. Okay, I guess, but that was like I don't even that that was like extreme, but like. Your parents were watching, and they were like, they kind of helped you plan the match to keep it safe for you, like the bubble wrap parents kind of thing. Like, it's PG it, it extreme. Really... Yeah. Yeah. This is like 2011 and 12 as we know it. For sure. For sure. Oh, oh god. But I'm surprised god. that they gave the one extreme rules tag like stipulation to the to Raw Women's Title match. I was kind of surprised by that. I wasn't sure if it really needed it. Really? But I mean, I understand why. That it was happened. the only match that got extreme rules tonight. Yeah. Because yep. uh, you had Bronny Braun and uh, Kevin and the cage, and then you had uh, the worst possible finish to a pay-per-view ever in an Iron Man match. Ugh, my God. 
Um, yeah. Which so contrary to belief is not no DQ. Apparently, I missed the kickoff show, but apparently it was pretty lit. Uh, the first match we it had, was actually pretty good. We had uh, Andrade Cien Almas versus Sin Cara number two. I want those and two. I, and, that means, and that means match number two, not like the second person to play Sin Cara, which is a big yikes there. Um, so apparently, <laughs> apparently it was yeah, true. Yeah, true. Apparently it was just as good as as the uh, the initial encounter, which I watched it on YouTube. Not the whole thing, obviously, because it's a YouTube little clip. Little snippet, yeah. But it was really good from what I saw, and they have such They've natural chemistry and everything. They have, uh, if you actually check, they have some of the stuff from their Japan tour that they did a couple weeks back, and all Mazars and cars on that. It's actually really, really well done. Not bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm excited to see what happens with that. I kind of want Sin Cara to get a little bit of a push, too, from this, because he's a lot better than anyone gives him credit for. Because we're so used to Sin Cara being the old Sin Cara that was, well, the original guy. But the new guy is just a lot better. The person that played the imposter, which is another yikes moment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... That happened, and then we had the tables match between New Day and Sanity. I, I, again, I missed it, but I heard it was okay. It did what it needed to do in getting Sanity over. However, I don't, I can't recall a single match where Sanity won a pit by a, a pinfall clean. I don't think they have. Yeah, they lost in a six-man tag against the uh, Hart, the Hart, uh, Jeff Hardy, and the Usos. And I think that they lost the 10... And then Eric Young ate the pinfall in the 10-man tag match that they had when they teamed with the Bludgeon Brothers against Team Hell No in the New Day. Yep. But... Yeah, Eric Young took the pin. Yeah, I was really confused by that. I don't understand why he did that. Um, but I get it because I guess they want the the champions and the Bludgeon Brothers to be undefeated. So... I guess. It's whatever, I guess. I mean, why couldn't you have Alexander Wolf have, like, eat the pin or something? And it seems to me like with Sanity, just getting a little little thing here with my my take on that, it seems like they're really not caring about Eric Young being the leader. It seems like they're really trying to groom Killian Dane for a singles run. Kind of like how they were in NXT too, but... Well, yeah, because Dane's big, but... Dane's big, Wolf's big. And sweaty. But, yeah. Yeah, but Dane, Dane is, is very sweaty. Dane is very hairy and very sweaty. Yes, that moment when you realize he's not Big Demo anymore. Dude, I keep calling him Big Demo, and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> Big Dano, there he is. Shout out to what was once upon a time WCPW. Anyway, let's get on with the actual shit, shall we? Yikes. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, what's the first match on the card? Who has the card pulled up? Wow. I have the card. Sorry. So. Okay, I was about to say, are we this unprepared? Holy shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> I could been two months, yeah. but so, guys. All right, so after the pre show, uh, the B team, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, basically the Mistraj, they are now new Raw Tag Champs. Defeating, that took me by surprise. Yeah, that took me by surprise as well. Defeating yep, took me by Matt surprise. Hardy and Bray Wyatt. I have a little bit of a rant for this. By all okay. means, do it. So, I love the B-Team. They have the best shirt right now in WWE. Their shirt is the best one ever right now. And the B clearly stands for best. But the whole point of this was that whoever faces... Whoever goes on to SummerSlam to defend the Raw Tag Titles was going to defend against Authors of Pain. That's the way I'm taking this right now. 
And if that's the way they're going to go, they're literally handing the Authors of Pain the Raw Tag Team titles. They are not even doing a single thing to make their rise to the top remotely effective. And they're not doing anything to really build anybody. The be- like, it's just a transition I, thing. I know, yeah. I mean, I know that, like, the Raw Tag Title scene is literally, like, the Raw Tag Team scene is literally abysmal. But, like, Hardy and Wyatt would have been much more credible to beat for the titles than the B team. You know what I mean? So it just kind of makes the Authors of Pain not feel as good, like, as strong themselves. Because all they've been doing is fighting local competitors, and they're going to go on to face what WWE literally is billing as a team of jobbers to win the titles. That's so sorry, Tyler, but that's my whole gripe with this, too, is that like the B team's gotten pretty over in the last few weeks. I'm not going to lie. Like, people are liking the B team, people are digging the B team. And it's like, hooray, they're tag champs. But then you're like, oh, wait, the Authors of Pain are still a thing. Well, so much for all hope. That's out the window. Sorry, guys. Exactly. Like, it's not even like on top of what I said about it, about Authors of Pain winning, not even going to really mean anything. This title reign isn't going to mean anything either because we know what's to come. Exactly what's to come, actually. Like, it's bad. Yeah. This is the kind of bad predictability we talk about. The kind of... We always kind of have this debate of is predictability in wrestling good? And we always tend to say it depends. This is a time where I feel like it it really isn't that good. I don't know. That's just me. Anyone have any other thoughts before we move on? I forgot the show started at seven. <laughs> Tim forgot the show started at seven. <laughs> when did you end? What match uh, did you end up starting at? Uh, whatever started around eight o'clock. <laughs> okay, thanks. Well, but uh, you can hop in when you're ready. But I do know that the B team won. I do know that the B team is the Miztourage. I've been out for like two months, by the way. So like, this <laughs> Tim is, is literally this is my return. Tim, Tim has literally product. watched nothing in the past two months. Uh, that's how much the la- that's how much whatever happened three months ago left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. So I come back and uh, I guess the first thing that I really hear though is that the B team won. And first I go pre-show because I didn't know this a fucking event started at seven. And the second thing I go is why. But okay, whatever. I thought like from what I could tell, Matt and Bray were finally actually starting to get a little bit of something going. Like they actually started getting a reaction that yep. was what they wanted uh i thought they were starting to get over so i'm con- i'm confused but sure whatever yeah i th- i, I, I kind of gathered the same thing too i haven't really been watching but i've been just kind of following reading up on it i bet you the b team wins at SummerSlam. oh my god please stop that'd be the most <laughs> unfortunate thing to happen since literally wrestlemania <laughs> Look, it's going to happen. Uh, last I checked, the authors of pain were pretty horrible, sadly. Uh, because if we don't remember, like, eight months ago when I gave him a fucking vacancy award. <laughs> so, from, yep. for me to say that they're pretty horrible right now is kind of where how I feel about the entire professional wrestling in WWE. So, there we are. Sure. You could be me and say that Nakamura is least improved. And then the well, fucking feud happened <laughs> what shouldn't have been a feud and then never mind anyway let's continue alright cool next match we have was Finn Balor defeating Baron Corbin oh I'm sorry Constable Baron Corbin he wanted to make that a point I found that really kind of like I, th- I, I actually kind of chuckled at that 
at the beginning of the match, he had JoJo, like, when she announced him as Baron Corbin, like, he was like, no, 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 this is how you need to say it. I am Stephanie McMahon's personally appointed constable of Monday Night Raw, Baron Corbin. And she actually said it. But, yeah, um, Finn Balor won. Match was forgettable. Uh, yay, Finn. Balor Club! Yay. Here's my, uh, here's my two cents about that match. I actually didn't watch it. I used that as my bathroom break. But here's my two cents. <laughs> Finn Balor tweets 20 minutes ago. Question, how tall is Baron Corbin? Answer, it doesn't matter because everyone's the same height with their shoulders pinned to the mat. Who gives a flying fuck? Got him. (laughs) Got him. I don't, like, I didn't care about Finn Balor before. I don't care about him now. Listen. I don't know what's going on with Baron Corbin. And I kind of liked it when I saw it and now it's just kind of bad. The best so, was yeah. that people were joking that they should have made this match a hair versus hair match and Corbin should have waited to shave his head until he lost this match. Hmm. Nah. But like, you know, Finn Balor's I mean, Finn Balor's an attractive dude, he's got a nice haircut and he's got a nice beard and he won. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh next match we Did have Baron Corbin go his beard. Wait what? Baron Corbin what? Grow his beard. No, I don't think That's so. what's offsetting. He looks offsetting just with a naked ass head. He reminds yeah. me he he's giving me some serious corporate cane vibes and I'm not I'm not liking it. <laughs> That's he, probably what they're trying to do with it. It's so dumb though, like oh. And then they're gonna fucking have him tag with Finn eventually. No. And we're gonna no. have corporate we're gonna have the corporate demon. Team Heaven, Ooh. yes. I could totally see Finn in a fucking Team suit. Corporate suit. demon. I like that idea. Corporate demon. Yeah. Kind of like, I'd be getting some, like, Jeff Hardy vibes when he was an immortal. Like, when he sold out, but he was still, like, oh, yeah, kept yeah, his yeah, unique yeah. style. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. But that'd be interesting. Yeah, know. you never know. That's maybe I just like, maybe I like the meme of that more than the actual happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so the next match that happened was easily, in my opinion, the worst match on the card. Um, and this was the match for the SmackDown Women's title. Uh, Carmella... Oh, Versus Asuka with James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth in a, in a shark, cage. shark cage. When this happened, right, I was like, as soon as I knew this feud was going to continue, I was like, they're going to do Ellsworth in a shark cage. And then literally that night, they were like, we're going to put Ellsworth in a shark cage. And I was like, who And then immediately that? Tyler was like, yeah. The shark cage is back, guys. Buy the Speaking toys. Speaking of people who called something, I'll bring that up later. But sure. How is that not in the game yet? A shark cage? I don't know. They should have it. 2K19, take take notes. Yeah, please. We need the shark cage. True, true though. Um, but yeah, so this match was just a whole bunch of fuckery. Uh, Ellsworth dropping shit from the shark cage. Um, Asuka thwarting all of it. And, uh, and then Ellsworth tried getting out of the cage. And then he fucking got stuck and was hanging upside down by his foot. And then they took the, they took so much time getting him down, and then Asuka attacked everybody but didn't get suspended, even though she should have, because Rousey did the same thing, and she got suspended for a month. So where's the consistency in the storytelling? Um, yeah, but Carmella won. Um, the match sucked, but, I mean, that's what to expect for a Carmella championship reign. So I'm not really that mad about it. Um, that's what Carmella is. She's a champion that can't wrestle, but is good at fucking around and, like, cutting corners and shit. So cool, cool stuff. Oh, and, and I'll just say if you want consistency, uh, they're on different brands, so different general managers equal different punishments. 
Yeah, but like, yeah. they're under one company though that has a set of standards. No, that does no, no, that's no. No, the standard. There's no. There's no. The only look. The only universal thing is the championship. Is the championship that Brock, even that that Brock has. That's not there. Uh, so but yeah. there's there's a huge problem we have here. There's nothing universal in the company. Um, my only guess is that they eventually suspend Asuka later for a month so she doesn't have to find an excuse to not job out to Carmella again. Um, because I have a feeling that Becky Lynch is going to challenge Carmella at SummerSlam and hopefully take the title from her because it also seems like James Ellsworth is out of the picture because Carmella beat the shit out of him after the match. It seems like he's done. Like, his run that he just had is done, I think. No, they'll find something to do with him. Yeah, I was thinking either that or they just did it to, like, you know, send the crowd out of the segment happy. So, part of me, I mean, I'm going to say this, part of me has been very weirded out with SmackDown because, like, I haven't been watching as much, but I've been hearing that, like, yeah, there was Oscar versus James Ellsworth, and, like, Oscar's actually kicking the shit out of James Ellsworth. I'm like, there's no way they're going to go as far as doing, like, actual intergender matches. Like, this ain't no Joey Ryan shit. So you know, famous dick wrestler Joey Ryan shit. Yeah, it's just that they don't consider Ellsworth a man. That's really it. Pretty much. Mm. If he had a chin, maybe, but... Yikes. Yeesh. Listen, any man with two two hands has a fighting chance, alright? Yeah, but any man with a chin also would. Any man with a chin can fold towels. Nope, not two. That feels like a lifetime ago. (laughs) It does. Yeah. Colin, any thoughts? Yeah. I was watching... At this point, when I was watching the pay-per-view, it was absolute trash. <laughs> Ugh. That's a mood. Big mood. This Big whole mood. fucking pay-per-view was a mood. Also true. Oh. Yeah, well, um, there's that. Next uh, match. The next match that happened was one of my favorite moments of the night. It was I'm not even gonna call it a match. It was really fucking great. Um, so this match, quote unquote, was for the United States Championship, and it, it was and it featured Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, giving the nut shot to Jeff Hardy before the bell rang. So when the match started, he hit the he hit the Kinshasa right in the face, pinned him. And Shinsuke Nakamura is your new U.S. champion, and I am so happy for that. Man deserved that. He deserved that. This dude doesn't deserve fucking shit. His gimmick is great. I love his heel gimmick. I I love it. Uh, It's kind of just a troll, but I don't know. I just don't find it as entertaining as, like, a Kevin Owens troll. So, oh, not know. at all, not at all. But still, high good. key, I don't think the high key, I don't think the crowd is really all that into him either. They're not. Uh, it doesn't help that he doesn't speak English well. Um, no speak English. Coming out of a horrible fucking feud with AJ Styles isn't helping my case with him either. No, this whole and thing. And an overall super lackluster main roster run in the last year yeah. and a half. Yeah, this whole thing so, was a consolation prize. Yeah. But this is also Shinsuke's first title in WWE ever, like Shin- on the main roster. Shinsuke at this point is too far gone for me to give a fuck. Yeah, well, sorry, I'm, not sorry. I'm glad that he didn't win the WWE title because if he was going to be booked like this, I would not have wanted him to be our champion. Um, but yeah, 
I kind of was pissed off because even after the match, um, Randy Orton came out and everything, everything that Jeff Hardy contributed, but like this entire U.S. Championship reign was literally just kicked to the curb, and it should have been more than that. Um, Nakamura and uh, was celebrating with the belt. Randy Orton makes a return because yay, we are all itching for a Randy Orton return. That's for sure. Um, so Orton comes out. Nakamura, he runs out of the ring, and he stands on the announce table with the belt. And then Orton comes in, and you think, you know, he's going to come out and challenge Shinsuke. He's going to be the next challenger, whatever. Um, he spreads Jeff Hardy's legs and, I don't know, stomps him in the dick. He made some kind of <laughs> some kind of foot movement. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I think it was a stomp. In the lower abdomen region, that whenever they do it in a match, is for some reason dude, not quite a nut shot. Dude, but it looks I, like one. I thought he was ready to do the thing that Jeff Hardy does, where he just like like he spreads the legs open and just like jumps up and does like the. Oh, does thing. the leg drop? Yeah, that is totally by yeah, the way. Yeah, the leg drop. A move that should be like he should get de- he should have been DQ'd for twelve years ago. True like, what shit. The, I, I've always wondered True like shit. is that a nut shot? But okay. Oh no! So I figured that out. Like after a couple of years of watching that, I figured out what he does is um it's his heel that ends up hitting his uh the opponent's gut. So it's not oh, a nut shot. That's yeah, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. it's not all the weight of their thighs crashing down on their penis. No, it's yeah, okay. definitely no, not. Okay, not. What about the rest of his leg that arguing <laughs> to his dick? Literally. Like, Literally. It's like, no, it just, uh, if it puts at the, uh, I don't know the I've been trying to figure out for years why that's not a DQ, but I just look at it and go, yeah. okay. True shit, dude. Whatever. But yeah. Um, oh, so, so Randy Orton comes in, and I I knew, I was like, so he's going to drop Jeff, right? That's the gimmick here. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, like, but like, I thought it was going to be like, him, I was like, what is he doing? But I thought it was going to be like a drop out of nowhere, like the way he does it as like a face gimmick. Because like even though he does it to heels, it's like a stone cold kind of face reaction that happens to it. But no, he didn't even go after Shinsuke. He just did it to Hardy and like walked out like a fucking dick. So like, <laughs> I think he, it looked like he was going to hit the RKO and then he kind of just put him in. I was like, he like did the double leg takedown. And I was just like, huh? I think, I, I think he's a, um, I just, I think he's a, a heel now because... When he was a face the whole time in his face run, he had facial hair, and now he's a heel, and his his face is shaved, so he must be a heel. I'm ready to see I'm ready to see Jeff Hardy's wife, like you guys said, passed out in the ring and Orton making out with her and <laughs> putting her in the head. Oh, classic. Yes. Um, I'm playing too much. He hasn't been that type of heel in 12 years. Get out of here. Nah, yeah. you're right. Okay, so um, let me just. If I may put my my two cents about this match because I actually haven't said anything yet about this. Yeah, please. Uh, me being the Japan fanboy that I am, uh, I don't give a fuck. I literally <laughs> did not care. I ser- I'm not even joking. Uh-huh. Like I stepped out for a second, all I heard was Kinshasa one, two, three. I'm like, oh, cool, Shinsuke one. I I am completely unfazed by this. I'm gonna be honest. I marked out because I was really scared that they weren't gonna do it and they were just gonna actually let him like like take him in the back of the shed and just finish him off you know I what mean, i mean look i i'm a fan of the heel gimmick right now the whole like me no speak english and just like basically nut shotting everybody but like basically nutting everyone yeah not yes not <laughs> yikes wow tyler yikes your word not mine uh anyways i don't know I, the aj styles feud just completely killed nakamura for me and just like it's like okay cool you finally got a title but it's a fucking mid card title that isn't as 
big of a deal because like even the IC title is a bigger deal. I'd like to argue it, that it, even it just, Brock has been a more notable champion than Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy's actually been on TV. I guess. Oh, and that, in that defense, yes, that's fair. Because honestly, I forgot that Jeff was even champ. Yeah. So I was like, See, oh, least, yeah, right. I, don't know. I will give Brock credit. At least we know he's the champion. Yeah, and so does he. And his wallet. Fucking Brock. Um, but yeah, it's just like, okay, cool. Nakamura's got a title now. What happens next? I swear to God, WWE. You're not listening to this, but if you somehow find this and you hear this, mark my fucking words. If you guys are like, hey, let's do champion versus champion, Styles versus Nakamura, ha 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 ha. Oh, for the love of God. Stop. Just stop. Anyways. <laughs> I would say quit while you're ahead, but you're so far behind that you collapsed <laughs> right. like 15 times. It's like, <laughs> you're so far back that even if you tried launching yourself, you wouldn't be able to reach. But, uh, yeah, that's my gripe. Anyways. They're so far back that, like, you know how, like, when you're in last place in a racing game and, like, that the other cars in front deliberately slow down? Like, slow down <laughs> in the game? They they Man. still couldn't catch up. <laughs> that's sad. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but, you know, that's just booking. It's like when you're playing Mario Kart and the person, like, in first has such a big lead that they could fall off the map and get placed back on it three times and you'd still be, like, stuck behind them. Like that's, that's like that's the, I, like whoever's in first place, only, whoever the first, like, whoever's in. I I just wanted to make the c- connection to Mario Kart. It's like you're dead last. You blue shell the guy that's in first, and you're still dead last, no yep. matter what. Yep. And there's only four people in the race. Exactly. Huh, man, I I don't get it, dude. I never will. Get it's it. like every time WWE is trying to step forward, they keep stepping back. They had a perfect they're, show. They're in a step. They keep fucking moonwalking. Right. We're not. Now. We're not going to sit here and complain about shit that happened four months ago. Let's keep moving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying um, to. I'm trying to start something. I'm trying to be a new guy here. I'm trying to move to the future. Tim, I'm tired Tim of is trying to be reborn, but after this show, I don't think that's happening. It's called a new gimmick, but the show's not helping me out. <laughs> So, All right, let's keep moving. Yeah. So the next match we had on the card was a steel cage match between uh, KO, Kevin Owens, Mr. Shania Twain, and uh, Braun Strowman. Big old lumberjack car flipping boy. Any thoughts? Going once. Splat. Rest in peace, Kevin. <laughs> Again. God. Ugh. That must have sucked for him. He probably looked and went, God damn. <laughs> that, that used to do. Hey, uh, I think when they planned this spot out of like, hey Kevin, Braun's gonna choke slam you off a cage into a table. Kevin's like, why again? This is two pay per views in a row. I... What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> well, I just wanted to see Shania Twain. Kevin Owens, I think, really likes pain. Probably. He is one of the only one of the, like one of the few people to be able to have beat. Say they beat Braun Strowman. One on one. That's true. Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. I think that's it. Yeah. Just saying. Which which I don't know why it took Michael Cole or Corey Graves, who is incredibly logical, 10 minutes after the fact that to mention the fact that, by the way, Kevin Owens did win the match. Oh, man. I forgot now that you brought up Corey. I forgot to talk about the fire fucking one liners that Corey dropped tonight. 
Dude, Corey, Corey was on fire. James oh, Ellsworth, dude. expert locksmith. <laughs> that was Corey, Corey Graves that was, was single-handedly that was... keeping me involved in that show. Oh, man, I know. And, everything alive. And yeah. even I had to go when he threw him off. I'm like, so he won. I was like. See, Corey answers the questions that no one else will answer. But, and in that moment, Corey didn't say shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? He did win. <laughs> like, why are we waiting? But, um. Uh, Tyler brought up a point in the chat uh, saying that this makes Braun look stupid, and sure, but they're not booking Braun to be smart. They're booking Braun to kill people, and, and essentially what he did, Braun still killed somebody. Rip yeah, Kevin, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens still technically is a smart heel because he can last, but I won. Yeah, I will say the so, booking was the booking are. was smart, but uh, I don't know. I. I guess. And Braun still gets to laugh because he beat the shit out of like, Kevin Owens. Which but, why, by the way. But the whole point of like the build of this match was uh, like Braun saying, "I'm gonna destroy you and I'm gonna win," and you destroyed him, but oh. you could have won too. But you just had to choke slam him the other way. Braun Strowman's a dumbass. He, Gave him point. He could have. <laughs> yeah. He could have just. Yeah. He could have just choke slammed him the other way though. God damn. Uh, Braun. Well, Braun's whole thing is like, look. What do I want? Do I want wins or do I want destruction? What will make Brock Senpai notice me more? What oh makes my god, me... no! We're just, we're just... <laughs> Stop. What, what makes me more happy? Right, exactly. Okay, can Braun just be the first, like, dumb Money in the Bank holder in history? Like, like I've always wanted a Money in the Bank holder to just try to cash in and every time just fuck themselves over every time. Like, someone runs to the you ring... You mean Carmella? Like, no, that's not what I mean. No, like, I mean someone that runs into the <laughs> ring to cash in at, like, the most opportune time, but, like, trips and falls, and then can't get back up like and get hurt. they've done already? Because I don't, I don't think they have. I feel like they did with someone. Or... Is his name Damien Sandow? No. I will he be cashing in next week on you, you, John Cena. Do, 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 do. Um... I don't want to see Braun be that person, though. I know, but I I, I just thought it was, it was just a joke, but that's just a funny visual to think in my head. Also, they'll do that with Oscar. I'm going to cash in on you! Trips and falls. We yep. can also slip in the fact that earlier in the show, because Brock is money in the bank holder, that Brock is most likely at least going to show his face. Oh, yeah, you mean Braun. So, yeah. Um, yeah I did show say his that. face on a Titan. I did say that. So, Braun is money in the bank holder. When he won, he said he's going to cash in on Brock the moment he steps foot on TV on Monday Night Raw. And they're saying, and Angle said earlier in the night, Brock needs to show up on Raw and negotiate a new contract or I'm stripping him of the title. So, we could see a new Universal Champion tomorrow. Which is fancy TV talk for Brock's going to be on TV tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. And there's no way we're seeing a a change tomorrow. Nothing more, nothing less. Exactly. We're just going to see Brock, we're going to see Paul, we're going to see Braun have a stare down, but Paul's going to be like, uh-uh-uh, my client has a contract, or has a stipulation in his contract of some kind of shit, where you can't touch him unless there's an actual referee in the ring and some shit. But then Braun's going to be like, I have this shiny briefcase, fuck you. I don't know, I could totally see that happening. Yeah, there'll be some bullshit. So like, yeah. he's not casting in shit, stop. No. So yeah, he'll try it, I-, I think he'll try but he won't do it successfully. I think if, Brock... this, if he doesn't do it successfully, do you think this is going to lead to Brock versus Braun again at SummerSlam? Not at all. 
Nope. No. I hope not. I yeah, will that's... bet you it's going to be Brock Roman or Brock Lashley at SummerSlam, and then Braun's going to cash in. Yeah. No, it's probably going to be Lashley. I think, yeah, okay. I think it's going to be Lashley. Yeah, we'll get there, though. So the if next match was... I'm surprised this match went on so early, but uh, the Bludgeon Brothers defending their SmackDown Tag Team titles against Team Hell No. Um, but it was basically Daniel Bryan alone in a handicap match because Kane, earlier in the night, and Daniel Bryan fought Bludgeon Brothers backstage, and Bludgeon Brothers got the better hand, and they destroyed Kane's foot by putting it in a door and then smashing it with their big old big hammer mallet. So the Hammer Bros strike again. And, ah, uh, Mjolnir. Yep, so they they um <laughs> they destroyed the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. And um just kidding. <laughs> Holy shit, I forgot he was a mayor. <laughs> no, nah, he's not actually the mayor yet. He's not actually mayor yet, right? He, no, he he's uh he's the Republican nominee though. So oh, okay. it, it, he's going against whoever else is, who is the Democratic nominee and whatever. So he could be the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Um so you better watch out. You might, you, uh, Harper. Actually, no, that was Rowan that did that. So, you might see a little a, a lawsuit coming your way from a big old politician, Kane, from corporate Kane. Um, but yeah. So, the match was kind of trash. Um, Brian fought the two guys by himself, which is actually really illogical because it took five guys to stop the two guys before, and now this little one little guy was holding his own. So I don't, I don't get that. Um, but. Kane came out later in the match with a boot on, which I don't think should have been legal because the moment he kicked someone, he should have got DQ'd because it's a foreign object. Um, but, yeah. Uh, blind tag. Uh, Rowan tagged in. They hit their double-team move, and they pinned Brian for the win. So, Bludgeon Brothers retained. I was really surprised that they didn't have Miz come out and screw him. But I think that I think there's a reason why, and I think it's because the uh, Daniel Bryan recently... Uh, uh, re-signed a new contract. They were worried about him not doing it, and there were rumors that if he didn't do it, they'd have Miz come out to cost them the belts at uh, Extreme Rules and then set up for Miz Bryan at SummerSlam, but I think they're going to hold off just a little longer and take their time. Though this actually, think funny enough, like if anyone out there saw it, the, the most recent um, Daniel Bryan interview with Bryan versus Miz... Uh, at WrestleMania 35, I believe, Brian was asking an interviewer, do you really have faith in WWE creative telling that story of Brian versus Miz? I certainly don't have faith. It's already there. It's been there. The thing is, they didn't. Cre- the, the thing is, they didn't create the story. The thing was, Brian and Miz wrote exactly. up the punches of them conveniently meeting up in all these different like scenarios and everything. That's all it was. It's already there. Miz will be fantastic in it, and Brian will do you know it's what the fact that Brian does, and it'll be great. It's the fact and that Miz right. and Brian are such good personalities that they can draw on their past because they're such good, like logical, like promos in general. Yeah, that's what makes it. It's it's WWE being like like because the whole reason why their whole feud was reignited was because Brian was the GM and Miz was a superstar. He was the the mid card champion. That's all it was. It wasn't like oh let's throw him on a on a talk show. Mm-hmm. That wasn't. Yeah, but plan. think. Yeah, but think about it though. This is WWE. They. Yeah, yeah they might Brian, take it. They might I, take I'm it. Deni- they might take they it might, and run it down I'm to the ground. I'm not denying. I'm not denying <laughs> Brian versus Miz could be a fantastic match. But this is WWE we're talking about. 
No, yeah, they, they fucked have, up we have, they, kid, we so. have like WWE. They have great people that could put on great matches, but they uh, most recently, in last couple months, they can fuck it up. Look, real look, that, bad. look, that logic doesn't work here because Ms. Bryan all happened within WWE confines. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but so they have all the archive. And again, they don't have to do anything. They can just book the match and let Miz do the entire fucking show. Yep. Because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, but anyway. the, the problem would be the match itself might not be good because they love to water everything down. AJ Shinsuke is a prime example. That wasn't I, watered down. I, that was just extinguished. I also believe they like, they like Brian and Miz more than AJ and Shinsuke. Yeah, Specifically. Yeah. Specifically, they I mean, here's, here's the more. thing. You have to... So, there's an important thing that you have to remember here, and this is like... I guess it makes sense. You can disagree if you want, but Styles Nakamura, it was two of the biggest fucking indie names in the world going at it, and they fucked that entire feud up. But with this, it's one of the biggest indie names to ever grace this planet versus a, a WWE talent. homegrown. Exactly. That's why they want more emphasis on this. And that's why Miz will win, because fuck the indies. Also, also technically, yeah. it is a feud that more WWE watches and do know. Right. Because, like, if you've watched for at least the past two years, you at least know this iteration of the of the feud. And if you watched for the last ten, you know everything. So like it's yeah, pretty much. And you know the Miz's progression. So yeah. they must be going to stop the riots because the big dog must have just exited the the building wherever that is. The big dog. The big like, dog. In Pittsburgh right now. I I know it was a joke. Anyway, the next match, which I, I'm even more surprised that this match happened so early. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns in a just a normal, plain old singles match, one on one, no stipulation. It's fine. Lashley win, LOL. I actually liked the finish because they both they, so they capitalized on the fact that they both have the spear as a finisher. And Roman recently has been doing like a slingshot thing where he goes off both the ropes, and he was about to do it. And when he came back, Lashley was like, "Like LOL, I'm alive," and then speared him and won. Well, because. Roman's whole thing with his spear is like as like as even as of recently he's sort of brought I guess he brought that or made it like an occurring thing. Ugh, from, he made it. He made it a super Cena thing. Yeah, exactly. Charge yeah. The, whole, the whole him rebounding the ropes is like he's gaining. He's gaining that momentum. The big dog's gotta Ugh. hit the spear. Ugh. But then Lash is like, look, I'm just gonna fucking hit you. See, that's and what Reigns used to do. Like. Every person that's used the spear has some kind of like pantomime to it. There's some kind of theatrics. Yeah, Edge Lash had the Edge had like the crazy running his hand Ed, through his Edge hair. Edge had that very um, the, the running hug. Psycho. Yeah. The running like hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, I know the man had a stack of dimes. Yeah, kind of that shit. is what the spear was. That's so Not funny. Psycho. Fucking um, the Shining. Yes. Never mind. Yeah. Edge had the whole, like, the Shining Jack Nicholson thing. Yeah. Uh, Batista had the whole, like, would go to the ropes and do the Ultimate Warrior thing. Yeah. Reigns has the, ooh! Anyways. Reigns uh, did, like, the literally, like, turn himself fucking straight down. Like, he, like, his spear, he, like, his, he turns out, like, he when he spears you, he's, like, perpendicular to the ground. But then somehow he drives you to the ground, and he's, like, yep. at a complete, like, 180. Like, he's, like, straight up and down. Yep. Minus Goldberg. Yeah. Reigns has one of the best spears in the business. I he completely agree. Like, I was yeah. going to say the Reigns spear is pure shit, by the way. I was going to say Reigns, yeah, his is the running <laughs> shove. Who, Goldberg's? No, uh, Lashley. 
The running no, spear. Yeah, it's a running spear. Right. Yeah. Even with Rhino's spear, like Rhino's spear is more of just like it's like a dark spear. That's a... <laughs> they're different according to WWE. <laughs> yeah, that's the gore, sir. That is the gore. That's what the fuck it's called. <laughs> I'd like to have you know. Gore. Yeah, look, I know. Look, you know why it's called the gore? Because it was an ECW in trademarks. Yeah, and also Rhino would always do it through a table. That's also true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so. But, so, um, yeah, so Rhino actually got the win. Uh, the match is horrible. Yes, it was. Hey, at least, they, at least they placed it right so they weren't going to get the beat the traffic chance. Um, true. Yeah. Oh, you never know. They weren't going to chant beat the traffic two hours before the show is supposed to end. Oh, uh, they totally would. Um, so the match was horrible. I'm like trying to formulate what I was thinking during the match. Uh, why do they always have these big-ass matches with Roman Reigns? He's always fighting a big dude. Always start in a fucking uh, the hammer and collar tie-up. Never in his... Collar that, and elbow? That yeah, the, yeah, the collar and elbow tie-up. Collar and that hammer. Doesn't... What? Fuck off. There is another there is another name for that with the word hammer in it. Yeah. Um and I don't understand this fascination with that. So they really should have been stopping that like three years ago, but you know, here we are. I just don't get it, man. Tim, we had this argument. I wanna kinda bring this up a little bit. This is a heel. Uh Oh not that one. Not that one. Uh we both agree on that finally. Yeah, Reigns is, is, is literally everything like Lashley was doing like he would just like swat it away and be like nah fuck that shit like no get out get that out of my face get out of here dude get out like they've been booking him like however and to let him like in essence he's just being like he has this this like ego big fight fuel around him he really does as a well, and they've been booking not a baby that being not, they're not booking so, him like a baby face and they right. haven't been booking him like a right. baby face no, for right. months I would have Abso- yeah. absolutely Absolutely. No, so like Reigns' whole thing is that he is the self-proclaimed number one contender to Brock, which is so crazy. he's gonna keep that whole big ego mantra. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me because Lesnar is supposed to be the heel in this because he's the guy that's never there. He's the guy that's that's going off to do other things in UFC because he doesn't give a fuck about wrestling or WWE or us. He cares about money and making money and being good at fighting and big fights and in big stakes and stuff and roman is just the guy that's there every week like but he's supposed to be this like hero john cena kind of fight thing and he kind of does that in the ring but he like i feel like they don't know what to do with him i don't buy that they that they're booking him as this as this hero i really i haven't bought that i don't no no here's the thing here's the thing in the ring you're booking him because maybe but i don't believe that they think he's what the, I would, like shining hero well what i was saying though yeah. with the whole thing of charging up his spear and the superman punch and all that it's overly theatrical like john cena's thing is and it reminds me of a superhero coming back and defeating the villain at the end of the movie because you know they always have that beginning fight where the hero loses but then he fight he trains and he finds himself or learns something new about himself and then or herself and then trains back and becomes strong enough or stronger to beat the he to beat the, I was gonna say the beat the heel to beat the villain. That's what <laughs> Reigns does in that little five second charge up thing, and that's what Cena did too. But Reigns shouldn't do that because he's like as we said, he acts like a villain. He shouldn't. He should be the villain. They don't know what they want to do. Is what it seems like to me. They're giving look. 
low key, Reigns is probably the most complex character in that company right now. Absolutely. Because yeah. no, yeah. no, like and like, like you think like there are people who think one way and there are people who think another way and then there are people who like see the middle ground here and I wish more people would see the middle ground on him. But the not. argument that we had was oh sorry Yusuf you go first no 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 go on no Yusuf go first just, this might be a while I don't know I no 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 I was I wasn't gonna take long with this honestly it's just that like the thing is with Reigns is. Like, I'll agree that he's very complex. It's just that I was explaining this to my roommate earlier that the whole Roman Reigns experiment has gone so far down the fucking rabbit hole that the WWE is like, oh, fuck, where do we go from here? Like, what what part of this underground tunnel do we dig now? What direction do we go? We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Do we make him the hero? Do we make him a heel? Do we make him act like something? Do we have him uh, hug a baby and then throw the baby at Brock? Uh, do we have him hug <laughs> And then throw Brock at a baby. Do we what have do we do, do, we, do we have a Roman versus Brock baby eating competition or Right, exactly. It's like they've dug themselves so far down that they're like shit. Brothers don't know what to do with Roman Reigns. No, because like look, they fucked up at they fucked up with him beating Taker. And then this past mania they were like, Hey, we're gonna swerve you, but we're still gonna be pushing Roman. And we're like, well, what's the point of that? And their basic response is, uh... Yes! Wait, this kind of plays into what Tim and I were talking about that I wanted to bring up here. The reason, oh, perfect. So, and it kind of goes into shoving him down our throats. Because Tim is like, they're not shoving him down our throats. And he's like, they're, he's losing matches. I'm like, yeah, but just because he loses matches doesn't mean he's not being shoved down our throats. There were, yeah, because, just, he's, just, because he's in the matches. Just two weeks ago... He was on Raw in three different segments. He was in a segment with Bobby, and then Rollins got attacked, and then he had to save Rollins' ass, and then he had to face them, because uh, then, he, then he faced the people that attacked Rollins in the main event of the night. Three different segments for one dude. No one gets that treatment. Nobody. Nobody. And then Reigns will come out and be like, yeah, I, I, I'm Roman Reigns. I, I want this. Angle, book this. And Angle's like, well, uh, I had a couple beers tonight, so I don't really know what I'm doing, but I guess I'll book that for you, sure. Uh, Roman Reigns. Angle's like, Angle's like, Roman Reigns, where did you come from? No, you're not getting this match. Not yet. And then, like, three weeks later, he's just like, ladies and gentlemen, your new number one contender is Roman Reigns. Literally, like, like I get, I get what you mean, Tim. Like, he's not winning everything. I understand that. That's the thing they're trying to do. They're trying to... They're trying. They they think they're trying not to shove him down our throats, and they think they're doing a good job just by not having him win. But it's not just that; it's the fact that he comes out every week, and he says, "I want this. I'm supposed to do this. I get this. I deserve this." And he gets all of it. He gets all these opportunities and shit, and then he loses the big one. And they try to make it a point, but he's still kind of there. They they don't treat him as much as a job of a jobber as they should. They just kind of named. They just dropped the fact in that he loses matches, and then he still gets a rematch or he still gets another big match or whatever. That's what I'm getting out of it. Honestly, this like shoved down the throat thing. I'm, I haven't bought in like two years. Like I, I mean, I really never ever bought it because, again, we wanted it. So. 
Um, uh, I mean, we did and then we didn't. We did, but then they pulled I... the trigger at the wrong time, and now they pull the trigger when it's too late just about every time. Yeah. Look, this, I'm going to go back to what I said just like two minutes ago. Brothers don't know what to do about Roman Reigns. Brothers don't know how to feel about Roman Reigns because he gets cheered and booed in the same match, in the same segments, in the same five-minute span. Yep. Mm-hmm. No one knows what the fuck to do with him. Roman yeah. Reigns is the biggest anomaly in pro wrestling. See, the thing is, they want to make Roman the, the poster boy, and the thing is, like, they can't do it anymore. I don't care if they want to make Roman a big a big player in the in the business. For sure, go for it. But like they tried and failed. Sure, but like there's only like in my opinion, like I don't see Roman as the poster boy. I see him as the wrestler. They try to push him as this no nonsense like I'm going to come in and wreck your shit wrestler. Like if anything, like I said in the chat, Seth Rollins or AJ Styles should be the company man and and Rollins was on the cover of two, of the video game last year, and Styles is on the cover this year, and I don't know. I just I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Styles and Age and uh, Seth get the biggest pops every week consistently, and I don't know. I mean, I get Roman gets the biggest reaction, sure. Um, but you know, I mean, I would rather have someone that's actually like liked by people to be the poster boy, you know. But that's not my argument. I don't. I don't think he's post boy at all either. I don't. I don't think that's what they are going for at this point. I th- no, so. I think that's what they were initially going for, but they still kind of want it, but they know that they can't actively go for it. It has to naturally happen at this point. I can't wait for the Roman Reigns documentary in like 10 years or five years Dude, when like we get to hear everyone's, like, everyone's unscripted opinion on this. Oh, God. Shit's going to be can't crazy. Wait. It's going to be some of the greatest interviews in wrestling. Vince won't like be on it. How much you want to bet Vince won't be on it? No, Vince won't. Vince will be on it. Oh, Vince will, Vince will be, on. be on it. Believe that. I want. I want a table. No for, pun intended. I want, nice call. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. I want a table for three, and I want Roman, Brock, and Vince. Oh Jesus! You're never getting Brock on a table for three. Oh my God! That's like that will be the biggest jerk off table for three in history. Both of Vince's boys. And Vince. Yikes. What about... Okay. And, and Cena, Cena serves him the food like... Cena's, uh, <laughs> Cena's the waiter. Cena's the waiter. What about me, boss? Excuse me. Vince. I carried this company on the back for 10 years. This is bullshit. Uh, oh, man, they should do so a table three with Cena, fuck, Cena, Roman, and Vince. Cena, Roman, and Kofi Kingston. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, true. He got a loud reaction at Money in the Bank. Listen, I, I actually that. read an article today, like fun facts that like it was it was an excerpt from Jericho's one of Jericho's autobiographies that like Vince McMahon like made a joke about Kofi when they were all drunk on the private jet in front of everybody. It was like it was like Kofi, Jericho, Cena, Triple H, uh, Triple H, Vince, and a couple other people, and they were on a jet. How so, the fuck oh, did Lord Kofi Itis. get on that name? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> well, this was this Look was, at all those names. Well, this Kofi. was back. This was back when Kofi was like getting a main roster push. I think. Is this two thousand nine. Yeah, I think Probably, it might have been around. Yeah. It was Laurinaitis' well, time. Still I think. doesn't Laurinaitis even make was on the sense. jet. Um, but mm. anyway, so so like they're all drunk playing cards, whatever. And then Vince was, and then they were talking about like something about Kofi. And then Vince was like, "Yeah, if Kofi will ever get over, ha." <laughs> and then like Kofi kind of just brushed it off. But then they got off the plane, and Jericho, being all drunk, was like, "Dude, you got to tell him off. Like, if you don't tell him off, he's gonna th- he's gonna know that he can say that and walk all over you all the time." So then Kofi 
goes back in the plane <laughs> after Vince and he's like, do you have a problem with me? And then Vince is like, I don't know. Do you, and he was like, I don't know. Do you want a problem? Do you want me to have a problem with you? And then Kofi's like, do you, <laughs> Kofi was like, do you want to have a problem with me? And then they kind of went back and forth and then they kind of fought a little bit. And then Vince just kind of laughed. Not like Vince, he was like, I don't know, Ron Simmons, do you have a problem with me? And then he was like, Ha you're suspended. Get the fuck out. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jericho trash. fucking served up poor ass little Kofi. And at that time, Kofi was probably like 28. Poor Kofi. Yeah. <laughs> he served oh, him up. Yeah. Jericho no, said, but no, he was right, though. But he was right, though, because Vince ended up getting his respect. Vince was like, I love it. That's how you should do it. That, I mean, that's also true. Anyway. Yeah. Let's get back. Let's get back to extreme rules, even though it's not really what we want to talk about here. Um, so the next match was for the Raw Women's Title, and it was the only actual extreme rules match on the card. Um, it was Alexa Bliss defending the Raw Women's Title against Nia Jax, and this was what actually Tim. What did you think of this match? God, I miss Judgment Day. <laughs> that's a very interesting thought. <laughs> well, this, that, that's it's also a, a I mean, stretch. I mean, this pay per view was what re- what replaced Judgment Day. So, oh yeah, well, I guess so. Is yeah. it? No, it's Great American Bash because it's July. Oh uh, yeah, well you uh, yeah. you, you, you well what no two thousand eight. No, originally what was this? Sh- originally it was Judgment Day and Extreme Rules in the same year and the Bash. So I don't know oh, what okay. this replaced. Oh, who cares? What? What? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Who cares? Uh, did I? I had thoughts on this that you were had a important. word that you liked to call this. I don't even. Oh, know what this happened. is the fucking clusterfuck. I don't even know what happened because this was way too much. So uh, I was trying to, to recap it for the people at home who didn't know what happened, Thank because you. Including, us. including some of y'all. Thank you. Um, all right. So the match started. And we had, actually before that, we had Nia Jax come out with Natalia, which what the fuck is Natalia going to do really? Um, Stay relevant. And Alexa Bliss comes out with Mickey James and some pumps. Very important fact that she has <laughs> some pumps on. As opposed to combat and is, and is combat ready. Right. We have Ronda Rousey in the crowd, by the way. Start off, you know, they start hitting each other with things. And, oh, uh, and Mickey James starts to, you know, be a heel, which... When did that happen? <laughs> no one knows. And Natalia comes and stops it. And then Alexa Bliss and Mickey James beat the shit out of Natalia. Right? So- Shut up. No, something like that. And then I had my stupid Amazon thing go off. I have to say Bliss. Forgot. <laughs> and then from there, Ronda Rousey comes in and beats the fuck up out of Bliss. Kind of. And even though she's suspended, oh, I have, I have another I have another rant for that. A bunch of other clusterfuck ensues. Somehow, there's a DDT on a chair, and that's the end of it. So, okay, so Tim, you wanted <laughs> you wanted to talk about continuity earlier. Different GMs with different punishments. This whole security team needs a pink slip. Like I said, like I don't mean to take. Tim's uh Tim's phrase, but like, it, technically Ronda is not a competitor right now in WWE. She's suspended, so she shouldn't be allowed to step foot over the barricade. She bought herself a ticket, quote unquote. That's cool, great. She's a fan. She's not a wrestler, therefore she's not allowed backstage, in the ring, 
anywhere on the state, like anywhere where the wrestlers are. So Rousey hops the barricade and everyone just watches her destroy everybody and she's technically a fan. Like, where is all the security stopping her? Where is Angle firing her ass for violating her suspension? Where is that? There's no continuity there. That's what, that's another thing. And I said, Ronda's starting to become the female version of Roman. And I was getting, I'm getting worried about it. And I'm, I, I was getting worried about it from the moment she stepped foot in the ring. Everything is bent. Like everyone bends the rules to her. She gets what what she wants all the time. She's gonna, she's gonna challenge Bliss for the title at SummerSlam, and she's gonna win. The only like the only reason like. I will completely say she is the female version of Roman if they swerve us and she loses, but like she's probably gonna. Yeah, win. I was gonna say just watch, watch her uh, at SummerSlam, go go for the title and lose. Because then she'll definitely be the female version of Roman. I don't know. I, I, I get it. I just feel like this whole like they bent and they're twisting their fucking back the of the entire Raw Women's Division for Ronda Rousey, and I understand Ronda Rousey's great. Like she's great in the ring. She's a gotten better at talking but she's not fantastic i mean she knows what role she needs to fill i don't know i just feel like everything in wwe is bending to her and i don't think that's how it should work personally i don't know the match itself i didn't really care for it was it was fine it had weapons in it great those trash cans that you know you don't see around in public anymore but like now you know what it goes to like cool those were used Hey, I still have one of those in my backyard. Jesus. It's I just found filled it. with, like, something. I don't know what it's filled with. Weird. I just found it funny, the whole, like, Mickey James would take something out, throw it to Alexa, Alexa would try to hit Nia, Nia just throws it in the ring. They didn't use any of it, but that's okay. Well, not all of it. It's just the visual of all the shit. Pretty much. Oh, it's so extreme! Oh my god! Clusterfuck. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, so next match. Wait, wait, I did have a point here. Oh, do you? And again, here, here we are devaluing heels. Alexa was the face in this. She got outnumbered. True. Nia had two people. Combat ready. All fucking Alexa had was Mickey James. That's because Nia's a bully. That's because Nia's a bully. Good job, WWE. Be a star. When your heel is the face, while your face is a bully. Like this is what I mean about your heel is the bully. But this Mm. is what I mean about bending the rules to to not to uh to Ronda here, because they have. I I mean no, I'm just using what you said to fuel my point. Like WrestleMania, they had the great feud that was the legendary feud that was Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. It's it wasn't legendary, but the whole story was that Nia was the victim and. And, you know, Alexa was fat-shaming her and being a bully. And, you know, the bully gets their day. So, you know, Nia won. Cool. And Nia had a decent reign. It wasn't anything to write home about. Um, and then all of a sudden, we're like, oh, we're getting a, we're, you're getting a title match. Uh, Ronda, you're facing Nia. And we're like, she's a face. And Nia was a face. And she, then, she, then Nia started being a bitch to, to Ronda. For what? And being a heel. For, for what? For what? Like, she didn't have to be. Like, they could have had a face-versus-face match. It, it happens. It's not out of the norm. And then the whole thing with Alexa happening, cashing in, whatever happened, 
And then here we are. Like the whole that whole story meant nothing, and it was supposed to, and we thought it was gonna mean something until Ronda came into the women's title scene. Ah. Meh. Yeah. I don't know. Just the lot. Like I'm not trying to like pick at little things, but like logic is just out the window in this company. It's not there. What it, is it, logic? As if we imagine that logic was in, was implemented in this company in these modern times. That's never mind. I well, that's not. I'm not bringing that up now. That's a whole soapbox. Let's round, keep yeah, round table. Yeah, yeah. Round table. Yeah, that's another round table topic. That's a soapbox. Let's All keep right. moving. Next match we got going was for the WWE Championship. Uh, AJ Styles versus Rusev. Um, this match was actually really good. Yeah, this was a decent match. I'll, I'll give it that. It was okay. They had me going at times. They had me thinking that they were going to put the title on Rusev for a split sec. So they did their job there. Nah. They did. I, I didn't buy that shit at all. I knew by the corny-ass promo that they gave him, I was like, yeah, no, not a chance. I think that Styles is going to drop the belt to Joe at SummerSlam. Here's where I pointed out the the most interesting stat, probably, of the night. AJ Styles, at this point, has held the title for a a cumulative 390 days between his two reigns. AJ Styles has been in the company for about two and a half years, which is around 800 days. He's held the title for almost 50% of his WWE career. That's almost half. Good good job. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, like, that, is, that is nuts, though. Like, this, like, I'm not usually one. Like, I usually remember some stupid stuff like that. Um, and But, like, I was really curious because that's just what I happened to think of. I was like, he's held this. I don't hardly remember a time where he's not holding this title. And it's about a one in two chance that you'll find a segment where he's holding the title or where he's not. And then so. even for like a little, like a decent chunk of when he wasn't holding the, the WWE title, he was the U.S. champion for a while too. Yeah, and if you factor in total amount of time he was holding a title, it's probably a little over half. Yep, which is actually insane thinking about that. Which is nuts. That's like, that's what, like granted, it's two and a half years, but that's, that's nuts. That shows that he really... Either that shows WWE he can't do anything outside the title, or they just need him that badly in the title picture. Definitely the latter. Uh, I would argue it's a little bit of both. Okay. Fair. Because really, he didn't do anything outside the title. I think he's kind of an underwhelming champion, to be honest. Uh, I think he's a face champion that's holding the belt for a while and kind of needs to start looking at a heel turn soon. That's about it. I, but, you I know, agree. But he just flipped recently, so. Yep. You know, it's not. It, it was. It was really good. Um, we kind of all thought. And they're that not Rusev, gonna boom. Oh no, for sure, for sure. We all thought yeah. that Rusev wasn't gonna win, and he didn't win. But there were a couple moments. Where he still shined. He still shined. Absolutely. I just. I just hope that they capitalize on it. I hope they do more with Rusev after this than just jobbing him out to everybody. But it's fine. Um. Yeah, AJ retained. My guess is, like I said, he's going to go on to SummerSlam, defend it against Joe because Joe's been killing everyone. Um, Ty Dillinger, we hope you're doing okay, bud. Um, yeah. 
so here's another thing. The main event of this show, can I just ask before we talk about it, when was the last time, if anyone can think about that, that the Intercontinental Championship main evented the show? Ooh. A pay-per-view. Ziggler versus Miss. Is that it? Mm. What was that? No Mercy yeah. 2017 or 16? 2016, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been a while. Look at Dolph Ziggler, um, main event. It wasn't the, the main event. The main oh. event was Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Yikes. Oh, it, it should have been yep. Dolph Ziggler. There's only I can only tell. There are two words that can just. Oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah. It's yours on Wiki. It's the first time I see main evented a WWE pay per view event since 2001 Backlash. Holy shit! The match being. The match is Power Trip, Stone Cold, and Triple H defeating the Brothers of Destruction, Kane and the Undertaker. With the IC title. Yeah, because at the time, at the time it was uh, Triple H was the WWF champion, I think, or vice versa. Whoa. One Holy of them, shit. one of them was the WWF. One of them was the IC, and they both held the tag belts, and they were probably doing a winner take all kind of match. What a fucking what a time! Yeah, dude. Speaking no, of yeah, what yeah, a time, Triple, H, yeah, Triple H at the time was IC champ. That's what it was. Triple and H was Austin, IC. and Austin was the champ. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of what a time. Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. What a time. I was completely and utterly underwhelmed. Who cares? Uh, Your thoughts on Ziggler versus Rollins? Uh, Too many fucking falls that made the entire like first half of the match like null and void. Ugh. The whole first half of the match was Rollins gets a pin. Rollins gets another pin. Rollins gets another pin. And then McIntyre beats the shit out of Rollins, and then Ziggler just pins him three times in, the like, five minutes. It was so unrealistic and so dumb. By the way, we're not going to ignore that Dolph should have gotten two, or Rollins should have gotten two DQ uh, falls. No, yeah. Cute, cute move, WWE. Cute move. Yeah. Yeah, he got a DQ fall, like, and then and then McIntyre was just like, "Oh, fuck it." And then the bell rang, like to signify that the fall had concluded, and it was the next fall. And then he still kept beating him up, and I'm like, "That's another fall." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Okay." I, I'm I'm obviously way too logical here. Yeah, yeah. My favorite was that the crowd kept counting down every few minutes. That got really irritating after about the fourth time. What were they saying? Yeah. They were going five, four, three, two, one, and they were making the buzzer noise. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like t- 2018, like Royal Rumble crowd here? I no, it's just Royal Rumble crowd in general. Like that got so annoying because <laughs> they were doing it every fucking minute. I actually yeah. Find that hilarious. Yeah, I was gonna say it. It got a little. It got old really quick. Yeah. And then like they, I think they took the clock away from them for a while. So they then the crowd got antsy. Only like a minute and yeah. a half, I think. Then they just started doing the crowd- whatever they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So then the crowd started doing it like every thirty seconds, and they were well, no, antsy about it. Mind, they only took the crowd off, or the crowd. They took the clock off the Tron, but you could still see it from the uh, the screens in the middle of the arena because that's uh, what uh, that's what's broadcasted, right? So 
Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh, okay. So yeah, they can't take it off the broadcast because then we wouldn't see it. So like that took the crowd out of the match completely. Then they started booing when it was off the Titantron. Then they popped real loud when it got back on, and everything looked just really bad. Yeah. I feel uh, bad because Rollins has been putting on absolute barn. Poor bars. Rollins. And he doesn't deserve this. Nope. This is this is to the point where I was just like, man, no wonder this product is shit because y'all don't deserve something nice. Yeah. Y'all are really some dickheads, but it's okay. I'm not yeah. At the end, so Owen called that this match was going to end in a tie, um, and it did. It ended up four to four. Rollins went to pin Ziggler, and oh no, he's out of time. Um, oh. While he was making the pin, so. Um, As we call it, the Dominion ending. The Dominion ending, indeed. Well, last year's Dominion, not this year's, because this year's Dominion ended great. Right. So, uh, we'll get there. So, yeah. Then they went into sudden death, and immediately, Ziggler rocked him with a fucking uh, zigzag and Claymore kick combo. And then, Ziggler won. So, Ziggler's still your Intercontinental Champion, and I ask why. And then I think, and then I realized that it's because McIntyre is gonna probably take it from him. And then it makes me happy inside. So that was Extreme Rules. Um, I'm really glad I had a couple other things in my life to take my mind off of how shitty the show was, but it's fine. Eh, it was, eh, you know, it was just an underwhelming pay-per-view in general the lack of gimmick matches made me very like bored i'd argue that the regular matches that were one-on-one were better than the gimmick matches i don't think i liked a single match off this show (laughs) nope i don't think i'll remember a single match off this show maybe styles rusev yeah maybe wow this was bad and like so like welcome back to him Solid C for me. Oh, oh that's minus, a minus. D no plus. points for style. D plus. Uh, D shout plus. out if you get that reference. F minus minus. No points for style. Um, <laughs> he puns intended. Uh, I came back for this bullshit. What the fuck? Wrong place, wrong time. Apparently. I should have waited yeah. another month for SummerSlam. Dude, never, what... Yeah, there's never a good time. Like, like, and I had never taken a break the entire 10 years I watched. I'd always followed. Like, I would, like, if I wasn't, like, watching consistently, I would be reading consistently. Now, like, but for the past, since Mania, I've went, I went completely dark. And, like, my network's canceled, so I don't have a network anymore, so I stream the show. And thank God I streamed the show, because I don't want anyone paying for this. I wouldn't wish that on the worst enemy. Yikes. Like, what is happening? How is it? How is it worse and makes less sense than when I left? I don't understand. Um, it's like I really hoped after backlash they'd get maybe a little better, not like like exponentially, but just maybe like, get something mm-hmm. right. Damn it! Right? Yeah, and I guess not. <laughs> And you know, I guess not. You know, it was just uh, a whole a whole lot of uh, who's clearing this, like Vince. 
Yeah, how, events at the I, end of the day. I'm not bu- who's yeah. writing this then? Oh, no there, was a, there was a post. Michael Hayes. Well, keep in mind, they have to go through the producers, right? Paul Heyman. You know. Paul Heyman has been helping out on Raw, supposedly. Paul Heyman's writing this shit? At least for there's Raw. There's no way. This, this is not Heyman. Oh, I've heard, if this, I've heard wow. reports. I could believe this is Heyman, honestly. Mm. Crash TV booking? I could believe it's Heyman. Huh. Yep. Uh, I guess so, but... It's like, did, did they put fucking... Eric Bischoff back in charge and something like what is going on? No, this is Vince Russo. Like, this I don't know if we're quite that it's bad. Almost Vince we Russo. Are, we're, we're getting there. We're getting yeah, there it's very getting quickly. Um, Hogan's back, so yeah, this is definitely getting Vince Russo level. Yeah. Okay, that that's 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 definitely not. This is not the time and place for that. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is Mark Henry said that he would be fine as long as he apologized to the locker room, which he did, so I'm fine. He did. He's trying to make it a moment of – he's trying to make it like a learning experience for everyone involved, which is actually really great. Because he's like, yo, I fucked up. Don't do what I did. Yeah, I guess. But, like, um, where was it? I found – there was a tweet from Creative Humor that I – uh I found the other day, and it was like, it was like Vince is gonna have to start t- testing us for drugs soon, because <laughs> it's supposed to be like a Twitter account for the creative team, like it's like the team itself. Mm, yeah. Oh, oh, WWE creative humor. That's actually a really good Twitter. Yeah, and they were like, it looks like we're gonna have to start getting tested soon. Like, oh my god, it's. Oh. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on with this company. And like I, like I went into this kind of with a super positive attitude. Like I had a good day today. Like I went, whenever to like I went over had some had some good lunch. I saw Ant Man and the Wasp. Like I left. Like I was doing good today. Like today was a good day. <laughs> and then I watched this show. And now I feel like how I felt last night when I watched How's, How It Ended on Netflix. Hmm. So that's what like just just lost. Yeah, I don't know. D plus. Summer SummerSlam's next. Nah, yeah, 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 next. So actually, no. The the greatest wrestling show of the year is coming soon. Uh, NXT Takeover when the fuck Brooklyn. Was that? Oh yeah, right. Yeah. NXT Takeover Brooklyn four, I think. Four. We might see. Four. We, yes, four. four. We might see four. Alistair versus Tommaso for the title. Please, that would be awesome. That'll be good. Then we then we'll get then we'll get Tommaso and Johnny for the title. Probably, I wouldn't. That be, would be a fucking barn burner. Holy I would they tied at one one. Surprised if they have Tommaso be the one to break yeah, Alistair. Yeah, they're at one one. Yeah. Have Tommaso do it in the worst way. Have him do it dirty. Let's make yeah. him. Let's make him the biggest heel in wrestling. Yeah. He's all, as if he's not already the biggest say, fucking heel. Exactly. Already there? Exactly. I mean, but like, arguably, arguably, and like I've been thinking about this recently. Tommaso Ciampa is like not even like not even in a WWE standpoint. Just like in general, in all of in wrestling, like the wrestling industry, he is the biggest and probably the best heel out there right now. I would say him followed by Cody. Yeah, well, Cody just turned. So yeah, exactly. We still have yet to see, yeah. but. Tommaso is the one person I feel like that could be the person to 
end the undefeated streak of Alistair, personally. I feel like if not, if it's not going to be Adam Cole, it might as well be Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, Adam That's Cole. My, I, I think my. Adam Cole is going to be. I think babe, I think once they turn him like actual like babyface full on. That's going to be huge. Actually, Adam Cole is too good for Alistair. That's that's who that's I could see fair. being a face of the company is Adam Cole, personally. Adam Cole nope. is eventually the face of the company. He's got everything. Everything. He's like 29. He'll be the next generation. Is he? I I he is that young. I forgot about that. He's that fucking young. Like, I kept thinking he was like 31, and I checked a couple of days ago. He's only like 28 or 29. Been about Adam Cole he years. looks That's old for his age. Young. He looks like right, he's he in looks, his mid-30s. He, he, he doesn't look young. I mean, it also, like, you've just been hearing about Adam Cole since, like, 2012. Yeah, so. he's 29. He turns, uh, yeah, he's 29. He turns he's 30 next year. That's actually one of the insane, dude. Indie names yeah, for, like, he, past he, six years. That's the thing. I, I said this, I think I said this on the last show we did long ago in the galaxy, far, far away that was. Um... <laughs> Adam Cole is just, he has so much charisma that no matter where he went, everyone knew his name one way or another. Like, it didn't matter whether he was in PWG, people knew who he was. When he was in Ring of Honor, people knew who he was. He became a three-time Ring of Honor world champ, people knew uh, who he was. He uh, he won the Ring of Honor world title at the Tokyo Dome against Kyle O'Reilly. And the entire Japan crowd at Wrestle Kingdom that year knew who he was. He made his debut at whatever takeover it was. I think Brooklyn, maybe. I don't yeah, remember. I it yeah, Bro- it was Brooklyn yeah. last year. Brooklyn last Brooklyn, year. He made, he made his yeah. debut at Brooklyn last year. Everyone there knew Adam Cole. Like I forgot about he, that. Him and actually no, I don't think anyone could really. He did the Mount Rushmore of. Of professional wrestling with Kevin Steen when he was like 23. No, he was like 21 or something back then. That was in 2013. So if he's 29 now, that would. Oh make no, yeah. So that would have been 23. 23. Yeah. God yeah. No, damn. he was doing some nutty shit when he was like in his 20s, like, like early 20s. Man, what a good promo that was. Not Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling. That's the thing. Like Adam Cole, he could be the face of whatever company he's in. No problems. I don't, I don't see him in that role. Just me personally, from what I've seen of him, I don't buy him as a face. I already now. see him the face as, as the face of NXT. Or as as the face, I don't see that. No, well, not the face, but like oh a no, face. oh no, he's the oh, he's the face. face. I I don't see him as the face. No, he's the I'm face. I'm sorry, I just don't. I can see him as I. Uh, I it have, depends on the. Company. I'm sorry, I have never ever in my time as a WWE fan seen as big of a reaction as I have to Adam Cole. That's true. I'm sorry. And I know this personally. Yep. That's true, I, Colin. You got to see the Adam Cole Bebe live. Absolutely. That, but yeah, it looks like... Oh. Sorry, sorry, Tyler, what? I, I was just going to say, that is going to be huge when he turns face. Huge. Yeah, and it's going to be bigger when he's eventually a fucking world champ. Exactly. Like, can you imagine what an Adam Cole Bebe would sound like at Mania if he walked in as champion or won as champ See, or won the title? He reminds me of a Triple H kind of guy, too. And that's what WWE wants in their main event guys, I feel like. And because, especially now that Triple H is the one in charge. Because he could be either or, a face or a heel, and he'd still be a, he could still handle himself at the top of the card every single night. Yeah, I guess. 
Isn't he a but the, I, right I, now that but gets funny, like, Yeah, but funny enough, it's loudly. like it's it in the same vein as Triple H. I feel like Adam Cole works better as a heel. He does. He doesn't really play face that often, and everyone knows him as a heel. And like I was actually funny enough listening to an Adam Cole interview earlier today, and um, like they were asking him, you know, the whole thing he's doing with Undisputed Era now. He's taken sort of bits and pieces from when he was uh, in the kingdom with Kyle O'Reilly and then when he was in Bullet Club. And he's, like he's literally just both those both those times he was a heel. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. the vibe I get from him is just like a cocky baby face. I don't get a heel vibe. Yeah. Yeah. That he plays I think to the crowd. The better word. He plays to the crowd. Yeah. He's smug, but like in a in a way that you kinda almost like a likable kind of smug. Like, yeah, this guy's cocky. He knows what he knows. His shit doesn't stink. He knows he's he's great in the ring. Yeah. He's like he's a bit of a dick, but he's like a smart one. He's the kind of dick that everyone wants to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you hate him so much, but you want to be him because he's just that successful with how he does his like how he goes about his life and that beautiful of I- a man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how he's he interacts great... with. Yes. Yes. I want to know how he interacts in like the real reason I see like the Rollins thing is because I've watched him do news and it look and like press and it looks so fucking easy to him. I don't know if it'll come that easy to Adam Cole. I hear you. That's that's what never know. That's the thing with me because I don't know how I don't know if he's as personable as Seth Rollins is. That's true. Seth seems yeah. like the kind of everyday average dude. Seth yeah. is perfect in every way, shape, and form. <laughs> I mean, Seth. not wrong. It's just that, like, with Adam Cole... Pause. No homo. (laughs) Like, with Adam Cole, he's used to, like, the low-budget, you know, just casual reporters and, like, the fucking back room of whatever hall they're in kind of stuff. But he's used to wrestling reporters. Can he... Like, I don't know if he can do, like, reporters who just don't know their shit. Give him time. Give him time. He just might. You never know. Oh, like, I wish the best of the guy. I just don't see Yeah, yeah, yeah no, of course. That's, that's understandable. It's just, like, a guy like Adam Cole, just, I don't know. He has that He has that charm to him. You know? I personally see him as a top heel, but that's just me. Mm, sure. But. Yeah, so, we veered off a little bit at the very end, but, hey, Extreme Rules was a, a shitty show, and we deserve to talk well, about done. things that we enjoy. So, yeah. hope you enjoyed that. Um, I did. Yeah. So, Yusuf, uh, hey, I think you got the floor, man. It's time for the indie. I do. I don't want to. I don't want to take too long. It's all good. Uh, it's kind of late, but you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the indie corner. I'm glad we talked about Adam Cole because this is actually kind of a good segue to uh, bring up some some news. So, what's what's big in the uh, in the in the indie world today? Well, for one, the G uh, the G one's going on, of course. Uh, Jay White actually pinned Okada clean. Well, not clean, dirty, but he pinned Okada regardless. So that's like, okay. Uh, what else we have? We have, we have, uh, Bullet Club's not fine, again, but I'll explain that in a second. Um, we have, what the fuck else? I don't know. Oh, Hiromu Takahashi's out, unfortunately. He broke his neck, uh, during a match with Dragon Lee at the G1 special. And I, that, that sucks. Like, Hiromu, dude, I hope you're okay. Because you are the fucking man. <laughs> you can fucking go. And, he's, uh, he's recovering, but it's that yeah, was, that I, was a really scary bump. But uh, you know, there's there's not a lot of important. Oh, there is one thing important. Yeah. So hey, uh, unless you live under a rock, 
He just didn't hear. Uh, Kenny Omega is the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Finally. He's the fucking IWGP Heavyweight Champion. He managed to take out Okada in a no-time limit two out of three falls match at Dominion. In one of, one of the better storytelling matches I've seen this year. Uh, and of course it broke Dave's ratings again. He gave it a seven star. Dave, okay, that's cool. But yeah, because of course it did. What the? But um, it goes to show, and like I was explaining this to my roommate too, because he was asking, like, he was asking me what's the whole hype behind Kenny Omega? Why do they love him so much in Japan? And I was like, well, for one, he's a foreigner. Two, he's actually good in the ring. Three, he knows about psychology and about storytelling. Uh, and four, he's f- fucking fluent in Japanese. Perfect for him. It's easy. It works well. Um, yeah. And so he's going. he goes into the G1 this year as champ. He picked up a win last night, actually, against Naito. Who, by the way, I was reading up, Naito is the odds-on favorite to win the G1 again. They're saying he might go back-to-back. Wait, shit, that's crazy. Right. They're saying he might go back-to-back, and if not him, it's going to be Jay White. Oh, I like would be Jay White. Fucking crazy. Jay White, oh my god. He... So, just just also, since we're talking about... Since I brought up Jay White, he's no longer the U.S. heavyweight champ. He dropped that to Juice Robinson. By the way, fuck yeah, Juice. Good juice. for you. Juice, Juice, Juice. Um, I'm, really, I'm really interested for Juice's title right now. I am too. Well, uh, I'll get to this in a second. But Jay White is such a fucking good heel. Like, I could never see him as a face. And so, at the G1 special, he lost the title to Juice. And they have, like, the backstage interviews that they do after each match. And then they, like, upload that on New Japan World and YouTube, like, after the night's done. And uh, Jay White's like... Hey, we discussed right as the match, like before the match, that if Juice used his left hand because Jay White broke it and it was in a cast, so if Juice used his cast to hit me, he'd be disqualified. And he's like, Juice hit me with the cast. Why isn't he disqualified? And he starts like fucking throwing a tantrum. He's like, Where's my title? Why does Juice have it? Fuck you, Juice Robinson, and just like stormed out. Uh, and Juice cut a great promo in his interview about it's. I don't want to call it a fuck you to NXT. But he does have a point where a lot of people didn't think he'd do well because he got cut from NXT. Dude, it was, was a, it was uh, a fuck you to NXT, dude. It was, yeah, it was pretty much a fuck you to NXT. And my opinion, just that rightfully so, is, I mean, he's done way better in Japan. He's super over. Fun fact, Juice is Absolutely. also fluent in Japanese. All these people fluent in Japanese. I mean, I'd argue, I'd argue too that, like, McIntyre is kind of a similar deal. I mean, it wasn't NXT, but kind of yeah. similar. But, like, I, I understand the whole thing with McIntyre, too. Colin, yeah. what? No, I was going to say, absolutely. I mean, I'm not surprised that, like, all these people who are doing better in, in New Japan are <laughs> are more fluent in Japanese. Well, it's because they want to get doesn't, to the crowd. It's like, not, it doesn't come as a surprise to me. No, and, like, they want to get to the crowd a little better. And, um... yeah. I don't know. I found it. So here's here's uh, here's something. So obviously, before a major tournament happens in Japan, they'll have like a press conference with all the competitors in like their suits and everything, and they'll like they'll talk about why they are going to win that tournament, like what they did with the Super Juniors, they they did with the G1. Um, and so most of them are cutting like straight up promos and everything. But uh, just for context, now of this is like I said, Bullet Club isn't fine. 
And as I said earlier, Cody didn't turn his face again, I guess, because after the G1 special, uh, Kenny defended the title and won against Cody. And then they like, they like hugged it out for a quick second. It was like, okay, whatever. And Cody or Cody's gone. Kenny goes to the ramp and celebrates with the Bucks and Kota Ibushi. And uh, no, Tama Tonga and Tongaloa come out. And so they're like, oh, yay, we're here, all here to celebrate. Woohoo. Oh, and Haku was there too. Because, you know, why not have their dad with them? Uh, and then the Tongans attacked him. And they fucking basically destroyed everything in their path. And then Marty and Hangman came out. They got destroyed by the Tongans. Uh, Chase Owens and Yujiro came out. They got destroyed by the Tongans and Haku. And then Cody came out. And Tomo's whole thing was like, Cody, you should be, you should be with us. We're the real Bullet Club, not these fucking idiots. Here, take this chair. Hit Kenny. And Cody was like, you know what? I will. And then he hits them. He hits Tama and uh, his brother. And then Haku Pyle drives him through a chair. So Bullet Club's not fine again. Now so, they have the BC Firing Squad. Yeah. That's what they're called. The Firing Squad. That's what it was. Yeah. It's uh, Fale, the Tongans, and Haku. That's actually insane that they're having this happen now. It's nuts. I love it. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be the big thing that pushes Tama Tonga to a title shot, too. Honestly, yeah. Well, and, and so with that being said... So Tama had his first match of the G1 last night against Juice, and he won. And oh shit! As New Japan, and as New Japan rules, not state, but like the whole thing about it is, in that tournament, if you manage to get a win over a champ, you are entitled to get a title shot, like later on after the tournament's done. So don't be surprised if Tama somehow becomes U.S. champ between now and November, and then if he wins the fucking G1, holy shit! That'd be nuts. And like, here's the next sort of. Not problem with the G1, but here's why it's really, really good this year. Uh, Jay White's whole thing now is now that he's lost the title, he wants the second best thing in his opinion, and that is, well, not second, I guess first now, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So he wants to win the G1. His second thing, though, is that he wants control of chaos because now that Okada's not in charge, Okada's become this very, like, aloof, He's gotten this aloof personality. He doesn't come in with his like shiny robe anymore. There's no like Okada bucks dropping from the sky because he did the whole Rainmaker thing. He still uses the Rainmaker, but he's like he comes out with like balloons and he just like hands them to people and he's like really confused about what he should do. And I'm like, holy shit, I like this Okada, but it's a weaker Okada. It's not the undefeatable Rainmaker that everyone saw for the last five years. And so Jay White's taking full advantage of that. He wants control of chaos. Faction part number one. Faction part number two is there's two members of Suzuki Goon in the fucking G1 this year, Zack and Minoru. And Minoru does whatever the fuck he wants. But Zack Sabre Jr. is on a tear this year, ever since he won the New Japan Cup. And so he's like, all right, I'll tap anyone out. I don't care. And there's that. Uh, LAJ has three members. Sonata, Evil, and Naito are all involved. And I could see... Sonata and Evil getting a couple wins, but I wouldn't be surprised if they book Naito to go back-to-back, only because Naito is arguably the most popular person. Or they're the mo- He's probably the most popular guy they have in Japan that isn't Kenny. And also, fun fact, LIJ shirts sell more in Japan than Bullet Club shirts. I still have your Jericho LIJ shirt, by the way. Yeah, you do. I should probably get that from you one of these days, somewhere, uh, somehow. Yeah, it's my fault because I'm never up there anymore. But yeah, I know. Just get, just come by and we'll figure something out. But anyways, for sure. Um, um so this yeah. is so this is another. I mean, I, I'm sorry, I had to interrupt. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. So go ahead, go ahead. 
I wanted to get this started because I find this so freaking cool. So, Flip Gordon's a great dude. All right. Um, and, yes, he is. Uh, he has a little struggle. Um, he really wants to get on All In, but Cody's kind of been, you know, being a little, little bitch about it, telling him that he can't get on no, the show. No, Flip, you can't be on All In. And Flip's had, like, a bunch of chances to do it, you know? Yeah, and he kind of lost to Cody's dog, too, which yeah. really sucks. But Flip has a chance now. So, as previously announced, Cody is still scheduled to face the NWA champion. And right now, right now at least, he's facing Nick Aldis because he's the current NWA champion. But that doesn't mean it's set in stone. Um, and uh, with that being said, Flip Gordon was recently announced to be Nick Aldis's next challenger for the NWA title. And that means that if we're flipped to win the NWA title, he would go on to All In to defend the title against Cody, which would be insane. And Cody can't do shit about it. Yeah, because after all of these months of saying, you know, you can't be on my show, he has not only will he be on the show, he'll be facing Cody for his title. That'd be great. I'd be down to see that. I'm really, I'm really hoping Flip wins. That I would not be surprised if they, if he does. That would be so fucking awesome. Oh god, it would be because so far for all in. Oh, by the way, totally unrelated, but because Tyler brought up Jericho, yeah, Jericho's the IWGP Intercontinental Champion now. Uh, that's weird. Pretty, I guess pretty cool. I love Jericho's pretty gimmick. Cool. Oh, it's great, but it's just like, okay, sure. I don't know who you're gonna drop it to, but that's that's great. Cool, Jericho. That's his like I think eleventh Intercontinental title in his career across all promotions. 10th or 11th, I think. I don't know. WWE Anyways. will never acknowledge this one. Oh, no. Of course they won't. Why would they? Um, but, yeah. So, All In, of course, is getting ever so close. And they're making more and more announcements as the days go by. Uh, they just announced the announced team. Justin Roberts is going to be there, which I thought that was really, really cool. Um, but as far as matches go, they've only announced technically two. Match number one is, of course, Cody versus where the fuck the NWA champ is. Oh, please let it be Flip Gordon. That would be so funny. It'd be great. Uh, and the only other match they've announced is Marty Skrull will be facing Okada. That's actually, I'm not going to lie, that's cool. I'm down to see that. That'll be dope. Marty, like, here's, I've been thinking about how, and I brought this up, I forget when, on, like, an old episode. Marty has such a unique gimmick that... Any other wrestling promotion would be stupid not to sign him. Yep. If like Absolutely. assuming he's Ring of Honor New Japan, because it's like, sorry Tyler, what? Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay, I thought you did. No, um, because it's like I think as I brought up whatever episode that was or whatever whenever I brought that up, uh, like you had guys like Razor Ramon that were like the bad guy, right? And like anybody can be the bad guy. So long as they have the right sort of charisma and personality and look to it. But it's hard to properly be the villain. Like, there, there's some kind of aura to the villain that would make the villain the villain. And Marty just has all that. And that's why it's perfect for him. So I really hope, WWE, if you end up signing him one day to NXT UK, please don't make him change anything. Please. Please, please, please. I beg of you. But, um, yeah, so Marty's got that. Cody's got his match against either Nick or Flip Gordon. 
That's about it. They'll be announcing more matches eventually. I think they actually made a match card recently, but they'll probably scrap it and think of something new. I don't know. All I know is All In will probably be a bigger success than people are still assuming. Uh, Dave Meltzer has still not given Cody his money for the bet, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, that's... Is that it from the indie corner? Uh, yeah, that's really it. Not much else except, you know, if you're following the G1, yeah, it's good this year. If it's you're really good. If you're it following the indies, good. you're having a better time than WWE fans are. Oh, you're having a way better time. We're having that's a ball. Because the, like, the, G, like, the G1 started on, oh, the G1 started yesterday. And I was like, oh, there's a, good, there's a great start to the fucking tournament already, right? You had Jay White pin Okada. And then last night, oh, cool. Kenny Omega beat Tetsuya Naito. Great. Great start to the tournament. Kota Ibushi beat Zack Sabre. You know? Oh, cool. Great start. Oh, WWE Extreme Rules is coming up. Man, hopefully they do something. Oh. Well, back to the G1. Yep. That's just the unfortunate reality. Or whatever other independent promotion you might be watching. You know? Yep. I hear that. Maybe Impact. Pretty much. For the, for the very hey, few Impact's people. Doing, Impact's doing way better now. It's true. They're doing okay. They're doing okay. Still they're, don't want. Still don't care pretty, to watch them. They had their rough years, but they're they're getting back. They're yeah. getting back up. I still don't care to watch them, but Aries is chilling on the top of the mountain with all the titles in wrestling's history. Yeah. But that, yeah. you know what? Okay, if we, I'm just gonna put this on the show just so we have record that I said this. But if we do another roundtable anytime soon, or anytime within the next like little while, we should talk about this whole champion of everything thing. Like belt collectors, you know. I'm down for that. Because that's that's a topic that I sort of have a problem with, but I'm not gonna obviously explain it now because that would take too long. But yeah, like Austin Aries, you do you. You're doing better than you were in WWE. That's not a surprise. Yep. But uh, yeah, that is the end of the indie corner. By the way, I love the cor- I love the cover art on their Twitter on the All In Twitter. Including Kenny Omega, the Bucks, Cody Rhodes, and Stephen Amell. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Stephen Amell. Gotta is love Stephen Amell. What in. a guy. Oh, Stephen Amell was also kayfabe arrested in being the elite. <laughs> oh, was he? Yeah, because they're going. They're doing a storyline right now where he killed famous Dick wrestler Joey Ryan. No, the Hangman Page that did it. Oh god. So, oh my uh, god. They were like, they were like, oh yeah. Um, Cody and Christopher Daniels both framed Stephen Amell for, quote, literally in, like, the fake email, killing famous dick wrestler Joey Ryan. No. Just like, oh my god. Yo, wait. Sean Mooney is on the broadcast team? Yeah, dude. Yes, dude. Sean Mooney, my boy. I was gonna say, Justin Roberts is from Chicago, so that makes a lot of, and the event is in Chicago, so that makes a lot of sense that it's Justin Roberts. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, don't forget Punk. I mean, who? The Bear. Yeah, Punk is going to be... Look, okay. Look, they'd be crazy. Punk would be crazy not to do that. I'm going to... I know, right? I'm going to... Okay, last thing, and then I'm done, I swear. So, Cody's doing a documentary thing on YouTube called All Us, which is, like, him and the Bucks just talking about, like, the the behind-the-scenes, like, getting ready for All In, the problems that they might have, blah, 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 blah. Uh, One of my favorites is someone asked him, what's your biggest fear for the event? And Cody's like... I don't know, probably like someone gets sick and one of the Bucks were like, well, here's a problem. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Pentagon Jr., and Phoenix 
are in Vegas the night before All In doing a show, and they have to take red eyes to Chicago. So that's their fear. But um, Oof. yeah, they were talking about like you know possible plans for All In, like what other plans they had, and they were like, we just threw a bunch of ideas around of like certain people appearing, and they were like, we were gonna have Batista be Bernard the Business Bear, but that no. would be too expensive. And they were like, oh, and then Bret Hart was going to be Bernard the Business Bear. Everything had to do with Bernard. And I'm like, you guys had to have thought of Punk being Bernard the Business Bear. Come on. I'm sure they asked. That was probably their first I, choice. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Punk probably said maybe. Look, that arena, that like where they're doing it has to be like 10 minutes from his house. He can bike there. Yeah, he can <laughs> bike. So he'll bike in the bear suit. You'll see his Twitter. Like, you'll, see, you'll see a post oh. on his Twitter with the fucking... Bernard the business bear head and in his fridge. Yeah. So they're by the way, just for like I know obviously all in is sold out and everything, and people have like made their uh, bookings to fly out there and their itinerary. They are planning on broadcasting it. I heard that too. I heard that they're planning on broadcasting it. How? I don't know yet. Maybe through they're asking if they can broadcast through Honor Club and New Japan World and possibly through Twitch. Twitch they'll get Twitch easily. Well, I'll definitely get Twitch. I don't know if New Japan World, but Anyone they'll definitely get Well, considering Twitch. they have Okada, they might. <laughs> but, yeah, so All In may well be broadcasted, and if it is... I hope it's free. I wouldn't be surprised if... It mm, won't. It might be. You never know. It won't. I don't know. We'll find out soon. We'll find out. They'll be making announcements over the summer, over the rest of the summer. Um, so, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, just, yeah. Cody's not wrestling until All In, so no one's going to be seeing him in a ring for a while. That's dope, though. Makes it seem like he's a bigger deal. I mean, he is the guy running the fucking event. So in a way, I can kind of understand any, that. Any, any thoughts, Tim? Didn't this event happen on a bet? Yeah, yeah. that's what... That's what did, you, did you miss <laughs> that? Yusuf said that Meltzer still hasn't paid Cody for the bet. You know how much it was, right? Wasn't no. it like 100 bucks or something? Nope, it was a dollar. It was a dollar. Oh, it was a fucking dollar. <laughs> this was brought up a long time ago when, like, the first rumblings of All In was, like, brought up. Right. Dave I, Meltzer yeah, said, Ring of Honor can't do a 10,000-seat show. And Cody's like, I'll bet you a dollar I can do a 10,000-seat show. And Dave was like, deal. <laughs> what an idiot. I love wrestling. <laughs> Dave lost. Oh, speaking of big shows, Ring of Honor got Madison Square Garden for Supercard. Yo, that's awesome. I did not hear that. I'm, I'm probably going. Yeah. I'd be down. Yeah. I'm probably... Is, is this a Saturday card. before uh, uh, WrestleMania? Yep. I got Supercard of Honor at, at the Man, if I'm in New York, then why don't... If I'm oh. going to New York, I'm going to Mania. Man, That's I'd rather... Man, I'd rather... You're not going to take me to Mania weekend, like, events, and then not take me to Mania. That's the no, thing. No, you're right. I'm not going to... Yeah. I'm not going to do, like, an event, a wrestling event, the same weekend as Mania, and then not go to Mania, That if it's in the That's city. The I would, honestly, if I can save the money, I'd go oh. to fucking Supercard and Mania. At the very minimum, I need to Supercard go... would probably only run you about 200 bucks. Yeah, maybe less. Like, in the expensive. grand retro scheme of, like, going for WrestleMania, like, that wouldn't be the most expensive thing. If we got an, and if, the whole if we got an Airbnb, we'd be set. Or find a place. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyway... That's another conversation for another time. Anyway, outside of this podcast recording, uh, so we're done. I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yusuf, the floor is yours. I know it's been a while, and you might be a little rusty. I don't know, but did oh, you, do you want to? This is this has been a long time coming. Can I haven't we done this come in... up with a new gimmick? 
I don't know. Anyways, hi guys, we're done here. Uh, you know us, VWP. It's you boys it's from the four one six, Mister Yusuf Rosh from I forget the rest of their fucking area codes, but that's okay. <laughs> oh. We got, of course, Mister Colin Jenkins. Yeah. We've got, of course, Tim. Wow. And then there's fucking Tyler. Yeah. Be sure to follow. Uh, you know, hit a hit like, subscribe on YouTube. You know. Uh, send us a comment. Send us a tweet. We like we like talking. I like talking. Tim doesn't like talking because he's probably done with wrestling again. <laughs> True. Tim's, Tim's gonna go on, a, on another hibernation until SummerSlam. Yeah, Tim's going on another hiatus. Um, VWP didn't I just tell you guys I would watch Raw tomorrow? Oh, no, true. I didn't. Did. I didn't. Mind. I missed that. Tim is not on hiatus. So yeah, VWP Yusuf, VWP Tim, VWP Tyler, VWP Colin. Owen is on Instagram. Is VWP Owen? Follow him if you want to. I don't know. Owen's fun to talk to. But, um, Man, yeah, that's about that. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're good. If you watched Extreme Rules, you probably had just as bad of a night as we did. If you didn't, you probably had a way better night. <laughs>